Hey family, how are you? Before we go into today's word, just a quick announcement. There is a link in the description of this podcast. It is a survey link. Family, fill it out. I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want your suggestions. I want your concerns. Whatever it is, let's connect. I want to hear from you. I want us to grow together. And the only way I can do that is by knowing what you need or what's going on with you. So family, submit that survey. So without further ado, we move on to today's word. Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, in you. That's right. He is your God too. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Oh family, he's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Today is so special to me. I just love Resurrection Sunday because so often we just pay attention and meditate on the cross. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the cross. I'm so grateful for the blood. I'm so grateful for the sacrifice that Jesus did for us. But what encouraged me, what drives me, what pushed me, what catapulted me into the presence of God is that empty tomb. Mm. We serve a God not made from glass, ceramic, or stone, but we serve a living God that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask, think, or imagine. But let me start rumbling my mouth and let's go to Matthew 28. And the Bible reads, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene, and the other Mary to see the sepulchre. And behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his remnant white as snow. And the fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here. He is risen. As he said, Come, see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshiped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. And when they were going, behold, some of the watch came into the city and showed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders, they had taken counsel and gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye, his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. And if it comes to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and they did as they were taught. And this saying 
is calmly reported among the Jews until this day. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even into the end of the world. Amen. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive, alive forevermore. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Family, say that. Let, let your heart sing. My God is alive. He's alive. Sometimes we get so stuck at the cross the place where he laid down his life for the sins of all humanity. Sometimes we get stuck there, but you gotta pay attention that there is an empty tomb. When you think of death and you think of someone leaving, they can no longer encourage you. They can no longer love you. They can no longer support you. They can no longer be what they was in your life. But Jesus is not dead. God is not dead. He is alive. So he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask, think, or imagine. He can do all that you ask him to do. He is able to do all that he said he could do. If we could just look at the empty tomb. As you go throughout your week coming, I want you to meditate on the empty tomb. Whenever the enemy comes in like a flood, remind yourself of an empty tomb. Whenever circumstances seem to come and arise and try to torment your mind, try to stress you out, meditate on the empty tomb. When your body start aching and you're feeling hurt and you're tired and overwhelmed, meditate on the empty womb. Meditate on that empty tomb because you serve a God that is alive. He's not weak, but he is sovereign, full of authority. You serve a God that is mighty and able. You serve a God that is moving, shifting, and aligning. You serve a God that is standing right now beside you. I love that at the end of Matthew 28, he said, And know that I am with you always, even to the end of the earth earth to the world. I am with you always family. He is with you always in the midst of your circumstance, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your crying. He is with you always. Meditate on the empty tomb. There's so much going on. There's so much we can meditate on. 
But if we really focus on the goodness of God and focus on an empty tomb, don't focus that he just died. Because sometimes, like I said, you can get stuck there at his death. But you got to know that he is risen, that he is alive. And let that be what pushes you. Let that be what drives you. Let that be what encourages you. Let that be what gives you boldness and confidence to know that I serve a God that is alive and well. Let that be what motivates you. In the midst of a storm, in the midst of trials, in the midst of your circumstances, in the midst of your hurt, in the midst of a drop, in the midst of a famine, in the midst of pestilence, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of it, he is alive. Let that be what motivates you, not just for the end of this week, the rest of this year. Let the focus of an empty tomb be what motivates you, because if that tomb is empty, That says a whole lot for you. That says that your God is on the throne. That means he is right there beside you, never leaving, never forsaking. That means when you walk out of your house, he's with you. When you get in your car, he's with you. When you get to your job, he's with you. When you get to school, he's with you. When you get to the supermarket, he is with you. Lo, I am with you always. I need you to get that in your spirit, that you are not alone. Do not let the lies of the enemy have you contemplating the presence of God. When you called on Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, he is with you always. He is with you always. He said, I must go unto the Father that the Father can send you the Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God, and know that I am with you always. You are not alone. You are not by yourself. You may feel alone. It may look alone in the natural, but it is not what is seen, but it is what's unseen. Tap into the Spirit. Tap into the spiritual things and see what spiritual eyes and hear what spiritual ears. Thus says the Lord. What do you see, family? What do you see? Because I see an empty tomb and I hear angels singing, holy, 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 Lord God almighty. I hear them in the spirit praising and worshiping the king. And if we can tag along, if we can tag in with the angels and start singing, you are holy, 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 am I loving you. Oh, Jesus, I just want to worship. I just want to worship. I can't stop singing. I can't stop giving praises to him all day. I've been singing unto the Lord. He says, sing unto me a new song. And I've just been worshiping all day because he's alive. That tomb is empty, family. that, 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 uh, That don't excite you. That excites me. It encourages me. It calms my weary mind. It calms my heart. It calms the doubts and the, it just, when you meditate, wait, 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 wait. That tomb empty. My God is alive. My God is able. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's able. I love that. He's able. And he's able because he's alive. Like I said, we don't serve a God made of glass, clay, stone, or ceramic. 
but we serve a God that is alive, active, moving, shifting, aligning, working all things together for your good in spite of what it looks like. We got to sharpen our spiritual senses so that we can really be in agreement with God and be in agreement with the Holy Spirit of God and be in agreement with the plan that he has for our life. We must tap into the spirit. We must decrease that the spirit of God can increase in us. We must lay aside every heavy weight that besets us and hinders us from going into the presence of God, from tapping into that place called there where we see Emmanuel for God is with us. We have to get to that place. We have to get to that place where we're in that place called there that we're in that intimate place with God that we can see him face to face he spoke to Moses face to face he is the same God yesterday today and forever he is the same God that shows no partiality the same thing he did for Abraham the same thing he did for Adam and Eve when he walked with them in the cool of the day the same way he spoke to Moses face to face God want to talk to you God want to walk with you we got to get into the secret place we got to get into the hiding place that we can get in alignment with the Holy Spirit of God that we can start flowing with the Holy Spirit of God and that we can see his face and hear his voice and he who has an ear let him hear what the Spirit of God is saying but we got to get in the spirit to do that we got to begin to lay aside every heavy weight like the music we listen to and the shows that we watch and the company we keep. All of these things pollute our spirit. And if we don't protect our spirit, we're going to miss those, not those, those sweet opportunities to be in the secret place with God because our spirit is not going to be as strong as our flesh. What you feed grows. And if you feed the flesh and feed the flesh, your spirit man isn't strong enough to pull you into the presence of God. But when you feed your spirit and you read your word and you give worship and praise unto God and you strengthen your spirit and you collect yourself with the body of Christ for iron sharpens iron, you will begin to be able to combat the warfare that is up against you. You'll be able to cast down every heavier weight and every negative imagination that exalts itself higher than the word of God because your spirit is strong. Your spirit is able to be able to say the flesh be still. Your spirit will be able to say, no, we're going to worship God. Your spirit will be able to stand at the forefront and your weak flesh will sit down. We got to make the flesh weak. Right now, many of us, our flesh is stronger than our spirit, but it's only because what you are feeding Feed your spirit that you can connect with God. God is spirit and he seek those who worship him in spirit and in truth, family. We got to strengthen our spirit so that we can connect with our father, that we can move with our father, that we can stand face to face with our father, that we can walk in the cool of the day with our father. We got to get in the spirit and we got to strengthen our spirit, family. So I encourage you today that in spite of what it looks like in in spite of what you're going through, let the empty tomb be what drives you into the presence of God. Let the empty tomb be what encourages you to get through your week. That I serve a God that is alive and there's nothing too hard for him. His hand is not too short to save me. His ears aren't too heavy to hear the prayer that I pray. I serve a God that is alive. I serve a God that don't lie, nor is he a man that he should repent. But I serve a God that will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask 
to think or imagine. So I'm going to position myself in his presence. I'm going to make sure I get to spend time with him. I'm going to make sure I don't pollute my body with things that would hinder me from hearing his voice. I I don't want to keep company that would grieve the Holy Spirit of God. I want to present myself as a living sacrifice unto a living God. I want to present myself as a living sacrifice to a living God. There's a part that we must play. The Bible says, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. There's a walk. There's a walk that you got to walk. And there's a part that you have to play. That you got to make sure that you guard your spirit from being polluted and being stained by the world. Come from among them, says the Lord. Be ye separated, says the Lord. We have to allow the spirit of God to sever some ties so we can get in his presence. We got to allow the Holy Spirit to separate us from people that are no good for us. Circumstances and situations that keep us out of the presence of God because see God is there. The problem is us getting there. God is always there, always present. It's just us not having a heart, not having the humility, not having the submission to get in the presence of God and submit at his feet. We are the problem. God isn't the problem. He is always available. He is a present help. The only how a person could be a present help is if they're alive. (laughs) You know how you call on a friend and they're available? Because they're alive. You call on your pastor. He's available because he's alive. You call on your mama and your daddy because they're alive. When you call on Jesus, he's going to answer because he's alive. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Not sorry because my heart is so filled with joy. My heart is so full today, family. And as I just think about the empty tomb and what God has done for us and the access that he has given us to the holies of holies and the access that he has given us to the throne room that we could come boldly and say, our father who art in heaven, this thing, this makes me bubble bubble up inside. There's a bubbling going on. There's a praise. Uh, There's a praise in me. And I just want to worship him and I just want to honor him. And I have to get on here and share this bubbling with you. I have to share this, this heart of mine with you today because I love me some Jesus and I know you love you some Jesus and we trying to figure this thing out but we can't do it without submitting submitting to him submitting to him there's a submission that must take place where we are willing to sacrifice ourselves and and really willing to lay aside self that we can really enter in and that we can really go behind the veil that we can really see god face to face i want that for each and every one of you i don't want you to have to question the voice of god i don't want you to have to question the presence of god i want you to know that it's god and god alone i want you to know that when you hear his voice that you just shout with joy because you heard thus says the lord i want you to be able to walk to and fro and know that my god is walking with me i want you to have that confidence i want you to have that boldness but in order for us to get to that place called there we have to humble ourselves we have to repent before a living God of doing things our own way and begin to sit at his feet and bask in his glory 
This is not about us. It is about him. It is about the plan that he has. And we have to sacrifice our will for the will of God. And when you do that, when you humble yourself and say, not my will, but thy will be done, there will be a shift in the atmosphere. You will begin to see God face to face and you will begin to hear God like you hear a loved one that's close to you that you won't question you will be able to discern the difference between the voice of god and the voice of the enemy and your own voice because you will spend so much time with god and you will develop a spiritual ear to hear he who has an ear let him hear you will begin to develop an ear to hear the voice of your father you will begin to develop spiritual sight that you can see him walking with you that you can see him moving that you can see him aligning that you can see him regulating that you can see him you gotta let your spiritual eyes be opened by the holy spirit of god and it takes us repenting and humbling ourselves and kneeling at the feet of God and saying, Lord, have mercy. I acknowledge you. You are God and God alone and there's no one beside thee. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender my way. I surrender my will. I surrender my heart for a living God to come in and be sovereign over everything concerning me. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender to you, Jesus, that you may have your way in my life, in the life of my family, in the life of all those connected to me, that I can be used as an instrument unto God, that I will be a vessel of honor unto God. Lord, Lord use me. Lord, use me. I want to be a vessel of honor. I want to bring glory to your name. I want when they see me, that they see you, that when they hear me, they hear you. I want to be so close to you. Draw me closer, Jesus. I want to cleave to the vine, Lord, that I could produce the fruit that is required of me. As your servant, I surrender my will for yours. Because it's not my will, it's yours. And I acknowledge that you are a God with all power. All power is given unto you. Therefore, I surrender and I humble myself that you can have your way. Family, I want you to see God face to face. I want you to hear God clearly without confusion and without doubt. He is doing a new thing and it is springing forth. Can you perceive it? Can you perceive it in the spirit or are you focused on what is going on in this world? What is going on in the news, social media, in your community, in your environment? Can you sense the shift in the spirit? Can you shift? Can you see the shift? Can you see that God is moving? I pray that you can because he is doing a marvelous thing before our eyes. And if we can tap in, we can see him and we can see what he's doing. So family, I love you. And I pray that the spirit of God rests upon you even now. I pray that he quickens an anointing upon you, that you will receive revelation revelation of the resurrection. I pray revelation of the resurrection.
that it get rooted in your heart in a special way that you really see the significance of a resurrected Christ. I pray that for you more than anything, because when you really gain revelation that that tomb is empty and that you serve a God that is more than alive, you respond different, you act different, you love different, you move different because you serve a living God. So I pray that the spirit of God rest upon you right now, a sweet anointing, a sweet anointing that would break any yoke or any hindrance of you tapping into the trueness and the wholeness of who Jesus is. True revelation. I pray true revelation in the name of Jesus will rest upon you even now. I pray that scales will be moved off your eyes in the name of Jesus, that you may see your God. I pray that there be the removal of any hindrances that causes you not to hear the voice of God. I come against every tormenting, lying spirit that will try to rise itself above the voice of God, that you may hear, thus says the Lord. And family, I pray that you position yourself, that you can see and hear God. The Bible says, submit to God and then the devil will flee. We have to do, we have to do something. We have to do our part and that is submit. Submit to God, then the devil will flee. We can't expect the devil to flee and we not submitting to God. So when you submit and you humble yourself and sit at the feet of a living God, no weapon, ah, no weapon formed against you will prosper. No weapon. So I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the spirit of God is moving even now, breathing fresh wind into the nostrils, quickening every dry bone in the name of Jesus Christ, releasing true revelation of the living Messiah, that you enter into a greater greater awareness, a greater understanding of who your God is, that you will begin to rise up in the spirit and walk into your true purpose. I love you. May God keep you and have a blessed resurrected Sunday.